Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotion. Reading today from uh, God's Wisdom for Navigating Life by Tim and Kathy Keller. Uh, this is a daily devotional that is uh, a year of readings from the book of Proverbs. And today uh, I've uh, selected uh, two verses from Proverbs that the Kellers comment on, and they're both about uh, similar subject, the subject of, of giving and generosity. And I know a lot of people uh, uh, who have grown up in the church or who have been around uh, organized religion sometimes will close up when they hear somebody start to talk about that. Uh, and I want to free you up uh, as we look at this subject. And I'm, I'm pretty sure the killers want to do that as well for all of us. Um, your heart, you were designed uh, to be generous and to be a giving people. So no matter where you do your giving, um, the idea is that um, um, God would have us be channels uh, through which he can uh, give and uh, uh, pour out his love and his provision uh, for others. That's not just meant to to stop up, you know, with us. And, and uh, it's, it reminds me of the, the Dead Sea, which uh, water flows into the Dead Sea, but not out of the Dead Sea. The Jordan River coming down from the north into the Dead Sea, and then it doesn't flow out of the Dead Sea. And so that's one of the reasons why it's dead. So we were designed for forgiving. Let's see what this uh, Proverb 11.24, Proverbs 11.24, one person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. That's from Proverbs uh, 11, verse 24. And here's what the Kellers have to say about that. Scattering and gathering. The more you scatter your wealth, the more you gather it. And the more you try to keep it for yourself, the more it dissipates. How could that be? It's one of those paradoxes, isn't it, of biblical thinking and the biblical worldview uh, where something seems like it's contra a contradiction, but actually upon a little bit further scrutiny, it's not. Uh, how could that be? Think of farmers. The more they scatter seed, the more they will reap. And keep in mind that seed comes back in a better form as harvest you can eat and sell. In the same way, spiritually wise people realize their money is seed and the only way for them to turn it into real riches is by giving it away in remarkable proportions. And they encourage you to read from 2 Corinthians 9 as well. And I might even expand that a little bit and say, um, uh, it's not just about coin. It's not just about paper money. Um, every resource that God has entrusted to us really is God's, isn't it? And how much of it? 100%, all of it. That's right. Um, and so this is, this is great. I think the way the scripture presents us with this opportunity to steward, um, we've been entrusted with something that belongs to somebody else that belongs to God. And he has... Uh, given us the dignity of participation in his kingdom. And uh, there's nothing more thrilling, I think, um, than, than uh, seeing the Lord uh, pour out his generosity through his people.
Keller's go on to say, this is not a promise that the more you give away, the more money you will make. And we've heard that, of course, from all kinds of different uh, uh, televangelists, usually trying to, you know, trying to raise more money themselves. And they use that argument. So you send it to them and then the Lord will bless you and that kind of thing. Um, so this is not a promise that the more you give away, the more money you will make. Rather, the more you give away wisely to ministries and programs that help people spiritually and physically, the more your money becomes the real wealth of changed lives in others and of spiritual health in yourself. And so now, um, what they've just said there, I got to read that last sentence again. The more you give away wisely to ministries and programs that help people spiritually and physically, and notice that's both of those are important, the more your money becomes the real wealth of changed lives in others and of spiritual health in yourself. And so the physical coin and paper money that we have, the resources that we might have of time um, and talent, as we give those away, they turn into um, the wealth of the kingdom of heaven. And, uh, and they become a benefit to others and spiritual health for ourselves. That's really important. I think. And the Keller's gone to say, and you will be walking in the footsteps of the one who has, who was literally broken and scattered so he could gather us to himself. See, there's a real display of generosity in the personal work of Christ. His body broken, his blood shed on our behalf. He gave himself a way that we might find life. That's amazing. Where have you seen this principle of scattering and gathering illustrated and how? And I think there are probably each and every one of you at some point was moved and touched by God uh, to be generous in some situation. And you remember um, how it nurtured your own spiritual health and actually helped someone else. They go on to quote from Proverbs 22, 9, the generous will themselves be blessed for they share their food with the poor. Proverbs 22, 9. And they say the blessing of generosity, the generous will themselves be blessed when they share their food with the poor. Of what does this blessing consist? Generosity that breaks the power of money over you may make you wiser in your financial dealings. That's, that's interesting because it breaks the power that money sometimes has over us. I don't think I'll ever forget the Sunday when we first moved here and we went to, uh, uh, we went, we went to Belmont church at the time. I wasn't a pastor then. we moved, uh, to Nashville. Uh, and, um, uh, this is way back in the 1990s and some friends invited us to come to Belmont church. We'd heard about it and we went there and that day, pastor Don, pastor Don Finto was, was preaching back then that day. And, uh, he just challenged everybody in the room. He was talking about the same thing, the, the power that money has over us. 
the grip that it has, especially those of us that are prone to hoarding and that sort of thing. And he, he said, everybody, everybody reach into your pocket or your wallet and pull out at least a $1 bill, if not, if not something bigger, if you have something bigger, but no coins, just paper money only, quiet money. And then he had us all, uh, he says, now, now place that on the floor, uh, wherever you're sitting, whatever pew you're in here in the church. And, and then he had us all put one foot down on top of that dollar bill or that $10 bill, whatever. And he said, now just stand on it, grind it a little bit, dance on it a little bit. It just, it just was a real kind of a, uh, a visceral sort of, uh, uh, stamping out the control that money has over us. I'll never forget that day. It was just so um, uh, theatrical in a way, but it really drove it home um, that we need to be freed from the power, from the grip that money has on us. And uh, I think that's what the Kellers are talking about here as well. Generosity that breaks the power of money over you may make you wiser in your financial dealings. That's that's so true. But the blessing here is surely the increase in the true wealth of love. Even at the level of common sense, we feel the most rich when we most love and are loved. And so they're saying, the Kellers are saying, and adding on to, if you will, um, it's not just breaking the power that the grip that that money has on you, but also in a in a positive way, moving deeper into that kind of love and generosity that Christ has shown to us. And it's uh, it's our hearts that have been set free from the grip that uh, mammon or or money or finances might have on us, uh, worldly, uh, and, and sort of the worldly economy, if you will, has on us. And being so freed from that, that we're able then to really turn and do what our hearts were designed to do, that's to be generous, to resemble the Lord himself. A blessing here is surely the increase in the true wealth of love, even at the level of common sense, we feel the most rich when we most love and are loved. Radical generosity is an act of love toward God and toward others that exponentially increases love. It moves us from seeing money as a currency of status and power to instead seeing, as a, seeing it as a currency for loving God and others. And so you see... Uh, yeah, it's 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 a complete a complete inversion, if you will, of values. Seeing currency not just as a, a a sort of means for status and power, but as 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 uh, instead for loving God and for an expression of loving God and loving others. I love this. We love God with our money when we treat it as His, not ours and send it out to do the things that he loves. We love people with our money when we heal and repair lives with it. And in the Bible, we are blessed the more like God we become. That's what the flourishing life is, is that our hearts would look more and more like his heart 
in everyday practical matters, even down to the use of currency and, uh, and, and our dis- the disposition of our heart toward currency. That last sentence again. In the Bible, we are blessed the more like God we become. God originally gave us our own lives. Then he gave us his son's life. The more we give away, the more like our God we become. And that is blessed. How have you seen the blessing of generosity illustrated? Hmm. Think of the person that you know, somebody you know, who you think of when you when you think when you hear the characteristic generous, who is that person? And uh their generosity is probably uh it, it's probably it comes with, I would bet, a certain level of peace and joy, a flourishing soul, if you will. Well the the Kellers uh, close in prayer, and uh, I'm going to read their prayer, and that'll be our prayer for today as well. Lord Jesus, your infinite loss on the cross has led to resurrection and infinite gain for us. Give us the faith to follow your path, to disperse and scatter the goods and time that we have for others, and thereby see your grace and love grow in the lives of people around us. Um, Father, there's only one true currency of value, love. In love, you made the world. In love, you sent your son. Let us never put financial security in front of love. Let us use our money to love people who are poor, to love people who don't know you, and to love people with needs in our own family, in our own neighborhood, and especially within the Christian community of the church. We pray all of this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen and amen. Have a great day and a generous one. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Keggy.